What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource, Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. This week's guests, we have Dr. Joe and Amy Lawrence. I should say Dr. Joe and Dr. Amy Lawrence, so it doesn't sound like I'm introducing the two of you, both chiropractors down in Huntsville, Providence um, in uh, Alabama. So uh, thank you guys for coming and joining today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I will uh, start with our very first question, which is always a little bit of background, whatever you guys want to share about, you know, yourself individually together in chiropractic, you know, it's kind of an open book. So, um, so, so as far as me, um, <clears throat> I started off uh, working towards uh, PT school, actually. So uh, that was one of my first uh, loves and, you know, enough to where I was actually working in the hospital. I was working side by side by PTs, um, doing my undergrad, getting ready to go. Um, do, you know, setting ACL braces, doing wound care, the whole, the whole thing. So we were doing inpatient, outpatient. So I was pretty much hands-on from the get-go, which I love. And that's, you know, why I enjoy, you know, what I do. But, um, but my, I played soccer all my life. So I had an injury in my back in soccer. Um, and I also dealt with uh, ocular migraines. And, you know, I'd always go to my PT buddies. We, we in the hospital, we just, you know, try to treat and kind of get better. And, and I felt like I was getting better, but I wasn't quite there yet. And I felt like something was missing. And so my, luckily my brother-in-law was a chiropractor. And so he asked if he'd check me out. So after about three adjustments, I was already back playing soccer as far as my back goes. And my headaches went away after, you know, like, like a month. And so, so after that, I pretty much switched gears. I said, all right, I got to find out what this is about. Cause this is pretty amazing. And so then he told me, he said, you need to go visit the school. And that's when I visited Parker college in Dallas, Texas. Uh, and then once I visited the school, I mean, I was pretty much hooked from there. So, so that's kind of my background, but I've always been hands-on with people and I've always loved working with people and then seeing from square one to where we can get them to. Um, and then also just to, you know, for someone to gain their functional independence or just, you know, go and do things that they love, you know, that's just something I enjoy. That's interesting. I didn't know that, uh, yeah, jumped ship from the PTs and came over to the Cairo side. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's funny. We kind of almost had a very similar story. We met in school, but uh, my background wasn't from PT. It was uh, from massage therapy. So I was a massage therapist for several years and decided I wanted to go back to school. I didn't want to end there. And the, I guess the natural route I thought was physical therapy. So I started working for a chiropractor when I lived in El Paso, Texas. And I was doing my prereqs for what I thought was going to be PT school. Mm-hmm. And she pulled me aside and she said, what are your plans again? I said, well, I'm going to go on physical therapy. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, you need to be doing this. <laughs> and I was like, well, and honestly, my experience with chiropractic was limited. I had no experience with chiropractic or chiropractors prior to working for her. I just started working for her because there was a job opening. I didn't want to work at Walgreens anymore. I figured it'd be a better place for me to get massage clients if I was working for a chiropractor. And so um, working in the office, it was an all-female run office and she was fabulous. And she said, have you thought about being a chiropractor? And I said, no, I never, I never thought about it. And I, I didn't know anything about it. So, but just working in the office and seeing kind of like what Joseph said, the, the correlation between the missing link between the soft tissue work that I did, her adjustments, all the other therapies, they didn't do exercise rehab in that office. 
but um, it, it made me change my mind to go into chiropractic. And it's the same thing. She graduated from Parker. So I went and visited the school. My brother lived in Dallas at the time. So we were roommates the first year. Um, but that's what got me into school was that. And that's where I met this guy. So <laughs> that's the end of the story. And that was just the end of the story. So and that was all she wrote. <laughs> how did you guys get, how did you guys get into house sourcing? So uh, I actually was practicing with uh, Dr. Daly in Athens. And uh, so we pretty much became, you know, joined at the hip. I mean, we had very similar practicing techniques. We could- There was a bromance. There was, was a bromance, bromance but yep. Yep. Um, he's the godfather. You can't, you know, this yeah. is this what yeah. it is. But, is um, you know. but our, our, we just found that our techniques and our way we approach things and case, cases and all that were very similar. Uh, so we just hit it off from the get-go. And so I started with him uh, probably in 07. And then 2008 is when he decided to join HealthSource. Mm -hmm. And so once he decided, um, me and another person went up to the training and pretty much had an action list that was about two pages long. So when we came back, you know, he was a little resistant at first, but I'm like, nope, we got to do this, this, this is what we're going to do. And he goes, wait, hold on. <laughs> but I will tell you, you know, the growth we saw from 2008 to 2009 was almost double just by systematizing things and we weren't doing anything really different except adding some of the rehab and other things but but we were just we were doing it better i guess if you want to say and we were just things were running smoother and we had a plan and we weren't just and i think that's the problem with most chiros these days is that they don't really have a plan they just want to see as many people as they can see and they don't have an idea of okay but that's fine but number one you're going to burn out you're going to wear out and then you know, well, what about the long term? Like, are these people getting results? You know, long term. So, but yeah. so we we did that in 08 and you know I've been with HealthSource since. So and I started up with them. A, a, well, when did I start working with you guys? It was probably 2000, about 2010. It was 2010. It was right when I had our, our second daughter. Yeah, right as I had our second daughter is when I signed up and I worked with them. And I strictly was working in the rehab department. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I did much adjusting then, but I I was the one that was kind soft of tissue, got, got, well soft tissue of course mm -hmm. but then really got the rehab program kicked off and started that's yeah. when they really started incorporating more of the rehab in athens yeah so that was the natural progression from there and we were there for yeah. several years before we branched out and got into our own so okay yeah. that's gonna be my next question when did you guys leave then and start your own i actually um left first because dr daly and dave matthias at the time approached me about wanting to start another clinic, another branch out in the harvest area. And at the time, Joseph and I were talking about if we're, you know, not going to stay at Dr. Daly's office and, and you know, eventually purchase it or ownership. Um, and he wasn't there at that point in time. We need to go start our own. You know what I mean? So we figured that'd be a good place to start. So I went out into the harvest area, which is a little further away than where we lived. Wasn't ideal, but it was better than any, you know, anything else we had at the time. So I started the clinic out there in harvest. And then within... I don't know if it was six months or maybe eight months, uh, Dave came to us with the fact that we had this area, Providence, available mm -hmm. for a location. And we both were like, oh, that's amazing. That's exactly what we want to do. Because it was closer to where we live, but right. also where or our kids central. go to school. So it was just it was a better location. And we knew a lot of, we had a lot of friends and, and some family, but also we just, you know, we knew this area yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was and, better for us. So, um, so after a year, I left Harvest and we started here in Providence. And that was in 2013. Right. Because we, I almost became, you know, Dan and I were talking about partnership and all that, um, everything too. So it was pretty close to that. And that's why I invested more time with them. Yeah. Um, and we just decided that this was probably a better, you know, path better for, thing us. for us. Yeah. So, so that's when we made the decision. So, 
Very cool. So now being there, I mean, there's a couple of different offices in the Huntsville area. Do you, uh, what do you say around when you're out in the community, when you're by your kids' schools or whatever, that you, you know, your talking points, what's your, what's your draw to your office? Why come to see you versus any other types of, of healthcare providers around chiropractors, physical therapists, what's your unique, unique selling point? Um, I usually just tell them that we're, we're just kind of a different machine, different office. Um, we do a lot of uh, evaluation. We do assessments. We do uh, functional tests. Um, we really try to figure out what the main source of the issue is uh, and then also decide, you know, what we're dealing with, but also also to figure out if it's something we can help them with. And if it is, then we decide what what it's going to take to get them from point A to point B and to get the best results that they can get. And if I feel like we can't help them, then of course we're going to let them know, or we're going to try to refer appropriately, you know, just depending on what they need. Um, but so we talk about that a lot. We talk about, you know, we, and that was one of the things about the marketing things was that, you know, we always loved getting out of the community. We always did stress breaks. We did, you know, of course last year that kind of ruined. Yeah, <laughs> So we always did stress breaks with teachers. We've yeah. done um, government buildings. We did Out NASA. I did a lunch and learn with NASA, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just, we actually enjoy those things, but um, you know, uh, and that's kind of our talking points is we just let them know that, you know, it's just kind of a different animal. We're not a rack em, crack them and you're out the door kind of thing. Like we try to figure out what the issue is and, um, and then really whatever they need, that's kind of what we focus on, whether it's soft tissue, progressive rehab, uh, we have infrared, we have, I mean, we've, you know, whatever we need. I think that's, I could probably say almost on a daily basis, we hear from patients that come in, new patients that have been to other offices and they say, this is just so different than what I'm used to. And in a good way, you know, yeah. where it's like, you know, your, your husband was so thorough with that report of findings. I, my other doctor didn't even show me my x-rays. Yeah. I, they didn't make any, you know, there, there was no exercise. There was no soft tissue. There was, there was none of those things. You know, they may have had an EMS machine, or maybe a hydro bed or something, and that was it. So the fact that we do so much more here, it's more uh, conclusive, is is impressive to people. Yeah, and, and spe- the fact we actually do reassessments and progress exam, they're like, oh, you're going to check it again? I'm like, well, yeah, we're going to see where your progress is. That way we know as we, you know, whether we're weaning down or whether are going to second phase, you know, what we're doing better at, but also what we need still need to focus on, you know, so... Um, so they really enjoy that. In fact, we had a patient this morning who had a bad experience with a chiropractor, uh, like not even five years ago and swore she'd never go again, but a friend of hers who comes here said, you've got to try these people. And so she came and today was probably her fourth or fifth visit. Mm-hmm. And I said, so, so let me ask you, you know, she's, she's doing better. And I said, you know, so, you know, are you happy with everything that we're doing here? She's like, oh my God, like, yes, this is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's great. And I said, well, would you mind, you know, giving us a good review on Google? I said, because the more people that know about us and know about what we're doing, so we can touch more people, we can get people better. I said, would you mind sharing? She's like, oh my gosh, absolutely. So, so that was kind of neat to see just a bad, yeah, I'm getting a Google view, see? And, uh, <laughs> and um, so that was one thing that, uh, that's amazing that we, we see that a lot um, just because, and it almost kind of makes me mad though, because I'm like, what are these other people doing or what are they not doing? Um, and so I, and I try not to get mad, but I just go, gosh, you know, I'm, we're in the right place because, you know, these people are seeing the difference and they're seeing that we're more of a holistic and we're, you know, all approaching all avenues and, and they're seeing the results, you know? Yeah. Well, and I was talking to you right before we started this call, and it was about, you know, going through some grand rounds calls and, and going through some of the big indicators that you have identified that you intend to correct and should see improvement throughout that primary 
care plan and just having some clear objective goals that you yeah. set out for the patient and then being able to link them back to their key values. And most right. cases don't have goals. They don't talk about it. They only, you know, think about the pain reduction as the only indicator. And so it yeah. does lead to frustration. And when you have these clear goals for patients and then you talk about them and measure them and, and do it during progress exams, it's like there's it's this light bulb goes off and it's like, oh, you are different than people. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because it shouldn't just be an arbitrary, you know, blanket treatment plan that without any clear measurable, predictable things that you're working towards. Right. And that's what we try to do is explain when we're doing certain things, the reason why, you know, like we're trying to say, explain to them why we're doing these things, not just, all right, we're going to put you on the table. You're going to do pelvic tilts and this and that, but we're trying to explain to them, you know, we're creating stability, we're trading flexibility. We're trying to stabilize this area. So that way, you know, your results can last a lot longer, but then you'll be able to keep this up on your own, you know? So Awesome. Well, here's the thing I always like to ask. What are some things that you know you should be doing? Because we're all real and human. And, we, you know, we sometimes put things off that you have been hesitant to implement or, or you know, get in place. Something that you're focused on this quarter, this year that you've been avoiding. Um, well, for us, there's a couple of things for me, but one of them is, um, uh, you know, like associate, like I'm always been a resistance as far as like an associate, you know, cause you know, I've seen in past, you know, how associates can be a, a big headache too. And I've been one, I'm sure. So I was probably a headache to somebody else, but, but, but we've kind of agreed that, you know, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's going to be necessary at some point that we're just trying to figure out when that point is what financially and how many, how many people we need to see a week. And like towards the end of last year, we were getting close to 190 to 200 a week. So, um, so we're trying to figure out, you know, what's the magic number there, but also the AVI, we're trying to encase all that just so I, so we know, mm -hmm. you know, what exactly it's going to take for, and also what is it going to take for that person to be able to see, uh, to make sure that we're obviously covering them, but then making a profit too. So and my role in the office here is different in that I still have, do like majority of all the soft tissue work, our office, that's what, that's what sets our office in particular, aside from a lot of other offices, even health source offices in the area is that that's, that's my passion. That's my love is I love working with soft tissue. So we do a lot of that in particular at health source and Providence. So that's why our, our numbers, there's two of us in the office. Yes. That, that adjust, but I do majority of all the, the soft tissue work, which takes my time away. And I want to be able to incorporate more of that. And I've also gotten certified, started to get certified in dry needling. So I want to become more proficient at that and, and learn more about that and do more of it. Um, so of course, then it talks about, okay, then at some point in time, I'm going to have to back away from doing the, some of the adjusting that I'm doing and we have to have somebody else. So, but that's not my, my hang up. My hang up is the stat stuff. I'm not a numbers girl. I know how important they are. And I lean on this guy for all of that. And I shouldn't because <laughs> I find myself going, what's our goals again this month? Uh, you know, wh where are we at? So that's, that's my, uh, my Achilles heel. Or, or if she says, well, we should do this and this. And I say, well, we can't do that because we can't afford it because this, we need this and this. Yeah, She's like, well, oh, no, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Most of the time, everyone has to come down to just one number. You got to be in control of and master one number. And if you hit that number, then it should lead to, you know, triggering other things down the road. So yeah. everyone yeah, should right. just have their number that they're focusing on right now to help get to this goal. So uh, well, and, and another thing is maybe you can help me with this too, because we do the SHI and we do the assessment like initially, 
Um, but I'm very bad about the follow-up. The follow-up assessment. Uh, yeah. We can see improvement. We, we do the progress exams. We do all that. But my biggest thing is I don't like to run behind. And so I feel like sometimes when we're talking about, okay, six-day report and this-day report, I just feel like it gets overwhelming. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I just, you know, so, and as far as like going over the SHI report with them and, say, you know, say, I, you know, we usually talk about their improvements and everything, but I just don't sit there and go over a report so that's one of the reasons why he's going into the mastermind group now is to hopefully that'll help him to get some of those things mapped out have some right learning from other people become scalable and gotten other people to take over some of those things and that's the beauty of the mastermind group yeah. you get to learn from other people that have faced right. those things crossed over and and you know move past and, and how they and how they do it and yeah. not run behind and you know and so yeah. so that's why ultimately we made made the decision that I, I would go ahead and do this because you know like you said you know there's always room for improvement but there's always you know I always feel like we get to a certain point and we hit that ceiling and then yeah. we hit and we and it's just this so right. hopefully this will help me figure out how we need to get to that you know next, next level. level so yeah. um and because it's exciting and our office is doing well but I feel like we could do better yeah. so so I just want to make sure that you know, we can do that. And if you need any, uh, another source of input, you can always, we can reach out after this call or at another time down the road and, you know, okay. give you some. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I know you already hit on, you know, I, I, cause you usually like to know uh, marketing activities. Most listeners like to know what are some marketing things. And we're kind of going through a tough time right now with that, because what we've done, as you guys had said, community outreach events, stress breaks, right that we're always something you could depend on and yeah. it's not available yet and it's while some restrictions are loosening up in some places it's still not so right. what have you been doing lately what's something you've been able to predict or depend on for marketing so i'll tell you word of mouth is big word of mouth is big for us um you know we talk we table talk a lot and we talk about you know if they know someone or um, you know, that's kind of, once people start seeing results, that to me is a good time to say, Hey, you know, you know, we can treat these things. Do you have anybody else in mind that you think, you know, we could help. And that, and a lot of times they'll ask us questions too, but we also still do the stick campaign. Yeah. That's, that's old really, school. That's old that's, school, but it's religious. And I'm telling you, we get about four in. a month just on those, you know, Yeah, we've never stopped. And then, that. uh, of course the promos and everything. But then one thing that we talked about, um, we're probably gonna start doing again, cause we did in the past is the conditions of the week. Um, where we can start putting some things out and just making people aware of the condition of the week and, and just kind of get their mind thinking about, you know, who they might know, you know, or something like yeah. that. Social so. media presence. We have a girl who's been posting things. I think she does two or three Instagram messages a week and then two or three Facebook. I'm not sure of the mm -hmm. ratio there, but just something so that there's always a little post or a little presence on social yeah. media. Cause that's where people are looking in the past year. No one's really been getting out. Yeah. So those have been the things that have kept our wheels turning, I think, this past year, especially. And I know lucky that we're not a brand new office. I feel bad for the offices that were so brand new. And, you and know, the first few years, yeah, the first few yeah. years, we were always going out and doing things in the community to help bring people in. And now we've been here seven years now. So it's we're a little more established. So we're lucky in that regard. But those things have been doing well for us the past year. Yeah. You you've accumulated some Google reviews on top of those here for the seven. There you go. Well, I was about to say that because <laughs> honestly, we did a bonus thing for the girls, so yeah, to see fun. who who had the most Google reviews. Um, awesome. So yeah, so we did that, mm -hmm. and so each of them got like fifty or hundred extra dollars or something like that. So well, and the other nice thing is with all of this new awareness to the, the digital campaigns, because everyone's kind of been forced to go that way. 
we've right. got a lot of data on what works better and what has been the keywords and all that stuff as a company. So we can target you know, places much, much clearer, for, especially for new offices and even new offices that have launched and converted into health source. We're getting internet for those that we never, you know, it took us years to try to figure that out for existing because it's a you know, moving target that's been kind of difficult. But uh, right. that's a question because I know we'll, uh, I'll let you guys get back to, to seeing patients the, uh, this afternoon. What's something you guys do for motivation? You know, you've been in practice now for for several years. You've been in health source for a while. What do you do to keep your, yourselves motivated? Well, I'll be honest with you. That's probably the hardest thing um, because, you know, you're, you're either really busy or you got a little time and it, I feel like I do good and then you slack off and you do good. And it's always dependent on what's going on. But mm -hmm. I do I do have a, um, uh, a quote app on my phone. So uh, every morning it pops up a quote uh, just to try to get my mindset right from the get go. Um, and then we also have some um, uh, spiritual things to read you know, that we, we try to read on occasion. I've been a little bit bad about that recently, but, you know, we we try to do that. I do a lot of research on um, anything up and coming as far as nutrition or uh, new techniques or anything like that. Um, and that's what I, I, I miss. And I'm hoping we get more to is more clinical stuff, because I know it's good about talking about the business, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to see more clinical things, too, um, because. As you know, chiropractors, when we get into a rut and just the same yeah. type of adjusting, I feel like there's other things that we can learn. So I think that would be a good thing that, I, you know, that I would love to see right. um, because I'm always looking for, you know, cutting edge, even chiropractic techniques and soft tissue techniques and all this kind of stuff. And then, of course, nutrition. So, of course, nutrition, we do great with what we've got because, you know, we cover pretty much the bases there. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm always, you know, about eating right, you know, what foods to stay away from, what do we need to eat, you know, things like that. So that's kind of how I keep myself motivated. Cause I, I find if I focus on that more, I get excited more when I'm in here. Um, but if I get stagnant and if I'm just, 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 I feel like I'm just losing my motivation. So I got to do that to kind of keep it up. Yeah. I think my main motivation is probably our family and, and my girls. Um, mm -hmm. We have two girls that are both uh, active in dance, competitive dance. And as they, they're getting older and uh, more and more serious, more and more into it, there's injuries that are slowly starting to come about mm -hmm. thankfully not with them yet and we're hoping to you know to avoid that but um it, it definitely keeps me motivated to learn new things and also to stay on top of my game in terms of staying fit staying strong not just for my the patient's sake but also for their sake and you know lead by example right so um wanting to stay motivated and stay optimistic and stay on top of what's best for our patients and for our girls is what motivates me every day that's awesome. My, my boys play soccer and it's a similar thing. Soccer, you know, when you start to get the higher levels and yeah. the, the competition and injuries happen and, yep. and when people know what you do, you become a, a resource for them at the sideline. Parents are walking over and start talking to you. And, you know, yeah. I've, I've done things on the sidelines. I've taped, I've done. Yeah, I do. yeah but dance yeah. competitions. I got to yeah. make sure I have the beige tape for everybody. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yep. Absolutely, which is awesome because you know that sets you up as an expert, but it also keeps you, you know, getting these kids active. You know, I love the kids' environment. Okay, come say hi. Here's one of them right here. She's she's quarantined from school, so this is Cindy. This is our dancer. That's she's not sick. She's just you know the whole quarantine. Right, right, right. No, that's awesome. And you know, it's it's 
it's fun. I love working on the kids space. You know, it's kind of a hobby with some of my kids and friends of parents. And I've still seen a couple here and there on the side because right. you can help them and give them advantages to, you know, that, that can be life-changing for them still. They got their athletics right. ahead of them. They got scholarship potentials ahead of them. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to keep them in the game. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, but yeah, we, we work with quite a bit of the dancers they dance with too. So um, so we've seen a lot of them just doing stretches, uh, hip flexor stretches, taping, adjusting. And we actually see a, a good few of them in the office just because they see, you know, what we do. Right. Uh, That's awesome. And then that will hopefully lead to more awareness with parents and, you know, just that word of right. continuing to spread. Absolutely. Right. Very cool. Well, I'll let you guys go. Um, again, Dr. Joseph, Dr. Amy, thank you for coming on and joining us this afternoon. Oh, we enjoyed it. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be in touch. Hopefully we'll get back to uh, normalcy and we'll be able to see each other in person again soon. Yes, very Hope soon. so. We miss it. So. Open door here in Huntsville. Come visit. Come see us in Huntsville. So. Yes. <laughs> All, right. So, okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler, at bschuyler at healthsourcechiro.com.